Hello and welcome to this very special Halloween edition of the Bomb City Podcast. This episode's a ton of fun. This is Josie and I heading down to Lancaster, California to record an episode with our friends Bob and Aaron of the Wheels of Confusion podcast. A while back on uh, on their podcast, Bob said that he'd never seen Christine before. And uh, I was looking for a good excuse to record an episode with those two. And I thought this was the perfect time. So Josie and I packed our stuff up, drove down to Lancaster, California, forced Bob and Aaron into a <laughs> to a hotel room to watch this movie. And this is what happened. I haven't put one of these together in this format before, so hopefully it makes sense. There's some cuts from the movie, mostly our commentary, and some good stories. Make sure you stick through to the end for all the the spooky ghost stories and and stuff like that. All right, here it is, the Bomb City and Wheels of Confusion Halloween episode. I Personally, I was thinking, like, we were going to do, like, a Mystery Science Theater 3000 thing. Yeah. And just, like, talk over it, you know, and, like, enjoy it. I think we should do that anyway, and then you can just, like, if it doesn't work when you're doing your production or whatever, just clip the whole thing and it's fine, but, like, if we say something good, we can pause this bitch and, like, talk about it for a second. That makes sense. Yeah. And then, like, if it doesn't work in the thing, like, if it just, continuity doesn't make sense, it's fine, clip the whole thing, but if it does... Alright, so we're gonna record the whole thing and cut together what makes sense? Yeah. If it doesn't make sense? Yeah. Wait, 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 hold on. <laughs> Go back to that. Go back to that. Go back to it. See, look what you did. I didn't do shit. Put it back. I'm trying. Oh. Okay, the twisted love story of a teenager and his obsessively jealous 1958 Plymouth Fury, right? Mm-hmm. The love story is him in the car, yes. not the girl. There's a girl involved, but she's, like, set dressing. She's, like, she doesn't mean anything. <laughs> I see it's got Harry Dean Stanton, who's fucking amazing in everything. He's great in this. Awesome. Yeah. And, of course, the legendary John Carpenter. Yes. All right. Did uh, John Carpenter also do the music for this? He generally does the music for every, uh, uh, all of his movies. Um, I don't know that it has, like, a... It has a score. It has a score? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember when she's, like... That's right. The music goes all... Woo! When it, like, oh, that's right. on fire and they're running down the shitter. That's right, there's a funny name for every song in the, in the movie. Listen, like, having this movie in your brain when you're, like, a stupid idiot high school kid with a cool car is not a good idea. Like, it's, you, it makes you, like, it just... I don't know how kids nowadays can't be into cars, like, how it's not a thing for them to want to have their license. Because that was for me, as soon as I was old enough to get my license to drive, like, that was my whole reason for living. Yeah. Just being around the car, doing something. I remember bought my first car when I was 14. Yeah. So, like, I wanted to go to New Mexico to get my license because you can get it earlier than, <laughs> really? I think it's 14 and a half. My, my family's from New Mexico originally. So I was, like, jacked to do that. Yeah. So what was your first car? My first car was a 73 Impala. Oh, a big old fucking boat. Yeah. Bought it for $400. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Those are the days. Yeah, and everything nowadays, especially with any kind of resemblance of paint on it's $10,000. I know. It's fucking insane. Yeah. Like, I'm still on the lookout for what my next project's going to be. I decided to just go ahead and start with the drivetrain. Yeah. And then when I have the money from when the Buick finally sells, then I'll have the money to buy the car, and I'll just drop the fucking drivetrain. <laughs> yes, John Carpenter didn't do the music. Well, there's a score also. There's, there's a pretty. Well, that's what I meant. He does the scores and stuff. Okay. Obviously, he's not George Thurgood. This song, right? 
this is not the greatest song in the world. No. But in this scene, phenomenal. Well, see, for me, every time I hear this song, I think Terminator 2. Yeah. Because that was one of my favorite fucking movies when I was a kid. It's still one of my favorite movies today. I read when I was doing the factoid stuff, this uh-huh. is the first movie that had used this song. Oh, yeah? yeah. What year did this song come out? 80, 81? Probably around there. To the Google machine. Uh, the only red one. <laughs> she looks so happy. It's making me happy. Where is America gone, damn it? This is why the schools are in the shape they are. I've been here pulling knife on you. sack, kid. Goddamn right. Empty your pockets, buddy. Okay, Wills. You can't make them. You mean I don't have the authority? You're wrong. If you mean I can't turn out your pockets? Yeah, try it, you little ball fucking. I'll knock you through the wall. Fuck. Why did you fart? Fuck out of here. It's so weird. You're fucking with the wrong shop teacher, son. <laughs> boys go up to the office. Stay there. Oh, don't go anywhere else. You got enough trouble without that. This teacher is a great yeah. episode of Next Generation. Oh, really? The one with the cards right locked on the Enterprise by himself? I'm going to call the cops. <laughs> I don't see that. <laughs> he does look familiar. He's been in a, like, a lot of stuff. Is he just one of those like character actors that you always see his face, you just rarely hear his name? Yeah. Go to the office, buddy. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking sweat hogs. Fix <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> Guy's hair is out of control. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. Right? <laughs> You're what? so jealous. I know. I'm so mad. I can just unstrap it from the most dry hop. Just give me an hour with it. Just, just so try much. to round a little. <laughs> like, you don't need this. <laughs> I just imagine it like Darth Vader's helmet coming down. Like, Really with the tape? Come on. That's all they had in shock class. Go back, go back, go potential. Tell me you haven't done this a million times. Right? Like, I, I, I fall in love with a car every fucking day. Yeah. Every fucking day. Oh, not like this, dude. This is like, this is like when I bought the 57. No. Like, we, like, we went and we looked at it. It was the back, back of the used car lot. And it was trash. And um, I really wanted a 57. And I told mom, you keep the 73 and um, find me this 57. Mm. 57 didn't run at all. So okay. Okay, so wait, let me ask you this. Had you already seen this movie before you bought the car? Shit, Arnie. She could be fixed up. She could. Yeah, you could pause it. Pause it, six to Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know that I had. I don't know. I really don't know when... Okay, so the movie came out in 1983. Yeah. How old were you when you bought the car? 
Okay, so it was like 98? Something like that. Somewhere around... No, no, no. No, it, it was... like 2000-ish, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, so it would have been... 17, right? If you're born in 83. But my birthday is this year still. Oh, okay. I haven't had my birthday yet. Gotcha. You can't do math right now. Yeah, no, I can't either. Yeah. No. But anyways. I work um, with numbers for a living right now. I'm like, mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> that math doesn't add up. Yeah. 50,000? 60,000? What? I wanted a 57, right? And like, back then you get the little hemmings, right? And uh, little, I missed that. Or the recycler? Yeah, little, yeah. little picture of the auto trader. Yeah. Little picture, right? Of this little mm-hmm. black and white picture of this car. And um, it was something we could afford, right? It was, I think, like, it's like two grand or something like that. And um, so I'm like, Mom, you keep the, the Impala and you buy me this car. And um, she, somehow I convinced her that we need to go and look at it, right? Mm-hmm. So we get there. It's in the back of the used car lot. It's Cats were living in it, like windows uh. busted, like it was a fucking mess. And as soon as I saw it, it was like it was the only car in the world. Like it mm. was just everything else like went away. Like <laughs> and it was the only like and so we leave and she's like, Well, let's spend a little more money and maybe get something in a little better shape. Like trying to like mom. <laughs> you're like mom, no. It didn't mm-hmm. matter. It didn't matter. Nope. You're like, like that's the one. That was that's the, the one. one. And it was like I totally <laughs> get this scene because mm-hmm. it's like that. It's the only car in the world in this moment you know but honestly i do that too all the time though yeah like and i will build a, a car in my head from from where it is right now to exactly how i would want it yeah and then i could picture it sitting in my garage <laughs> like i have like a bunch of photoshops on my computer that i've never shown anybody that were just flights of fancy because i saw something i'm like i know exactly how i would fucking build that yeah and it's just and i i, I play it out in my head and it's funny because I, I do the same thing with women too how you and I'm like, well, no, not how I build it, but like, like, can I imagine like building a relationship with this person? You know, can I imagine like, like, what, from what I know of her, what can I extrapolate? Women aren't that easy. But I'm not saying that they are. It's just that. All right. I had one of these with a 50 Buick. There's like this street where people street race out in our hometown, Livermore, and it's like a you drive from like the town part under the freeway and then you're out in like the out in the cuts there's nothing around really there's like a thing where like you couldn't build on that side of the freeway yeah like there it was like a like a rule like a law in the town or something so if you you kept going there's like this farmhouse and they had like some like trucks and tractors and stuff lined up and then on the end they had a 50 buick and it was just sitting like the tires were flat so it's sitting on the ground with that big fucking grill like peeking through the weeds and it was like oh my god I'm so glad you so, tried that. The, the guy who's like my, like a second father to me, uh, Jerry Genuso, mm-hmm. he has a 50 Buick. And he bought it, it's a it's a four-door Roadmaster sedan, and it was the big one, 130-inch wheelbase. Fucker's a monster. He bought it in the early 80s, and then restored it. Like, completely restored it. It was beautiful. It was baby blue, um, straight eight, uh, dyna, dyna slush. And uh, he ended up getting divorced in like 1996 or something like that. And she wanted the car, and he was like, fuck you, it's my car. So, and she cheated on him, too. So he's like, mm-mm, she this is my car. So he yeah. he took the car and the kids, and he packed everything they could in that car, and they drove to Phoenix. And, uh, Where like, were they before? Lancaster, here. Um, and then um, he, uh, a few months after that, 
which was just a year or two after all of us had our first trip, our first trip to Paso, which is in like '97, or no '95, something like that. So anyway, he fell in love with customs. We didn't hear from him for a few months after he left for Phoenix, and then one day we just get an envelope in the mail, and the only thing that was in it was a picture of the Buick. It was now primer gray, uh, with a fucking Carson top, and we were like, "Holy shit!" Like. We were blown away. It was so awesome. And then he ended up painting that car like black satin and it had like white and orange flames. Uh, you guys had to have seen it at Paso. He drove it there so many fucking times. Late 90s, early 2000s. It does sound familiar. But I'll find a picture of it and I'll send it to you. Everything at Paso though. Yeah. Paso. I think everybody does. Even people who never went. Because yeah. they're like, fuck, I missed it. Yeah. Right? And it's Definitely just like time and place. You had to either be there or you could never. Well, see, like I was, I went many times, but I never went in my own car, yeah. and that sucked. I showed my car at the last Paso. Did you? I, did. I think I remember seeing it. It was right at like. Wasn't the, it flake with the? Uh, with the stripes on the roof. Yeah. The silver shifty. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good year. Like. Uh, what year was that? Well, Two thousand. John, John's. Fifty-four, fifty-three was there, and that was mm-hmm. all flake. And uh, fucking Tweetbot was there. Yeah, I think you were parked next to, uh, what's the guy from Swanks with the chop, the Oldsmobile? Rob Struben? The, the tattooer? Yeah. Uh, you, you were parked next to him, and like a couple cars down was Donnie's uh, the Imperial. Oh, okay. I, I voted for that car. Yeah. Because if you enter a car, you get to vote on oh, all okay. of the awards and shit. So I voted, I think, I think Mild Custom. I don't know if you remember. Was was the car painted at that point? Yeah. Nice. That was the first time I saw that car, too. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, you know, I love the story about the first time I saw that car. So it was the first year my Uncle Greg had gone to Paso with us. So it was me, my dad, and my Uncle Greg. And both my dad and Uncle Greg grew up on Van Nuys Boulevard and were into, like, slammed mild customs and shit. So I was looking at something in one of the vendor areas, and my uncle Greg like comes running up to me. This is a man who smokes three packs of fucking uh, Saratogas, which are one twenty a day. Came running up to me, like you have to, you have to get over here. And I'm like, what? And he drags me over. My dad's already standing there, and they're standing there just staring at Donnie's car. And my dad was like, he sees me, he's like, pop, pop. This is what he's like. If you had money in '68, this is what your car looked like. And I was like, fuck. And to coming from them like that blew my mind. I was like, I might as well have been standing in 1968 as far as I was concerned. Because they're, to me, they're the authority. Like, they fucking told me. I was like, okay. Like, I, I believe you. And I got a car just still. Yeah. Ugh. I would kill to have that car in my garage. The shots that Dead End took of it are like... Oh, yeah. yeah, still some of the best anybody's taken of it. Beautiful, beautiful. Probably I mean, saw that and went, whatever Ooh. it is, it's not enough. <laughs> Jesus, Arnie. That's why bikers do. Yeah, you're terrible at it. 
he the creepy old man in Home Alone? Yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> you ever owned a car before? Yeah, yeah, it's a Mustang. Yeah. I just got my license. Name is George Lubake. Honey Cunningham. What are you asking? Start up. Really? Yeah, right. Hand him the key. Let's start it before you tell him how much. The first one's always free. That's fucked up. Her name is Christine. From like absolute dog shit. He's like, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. No. No, no, gotta get going, huh? My asshole brother bought her back in September '57. That's when you got your new model year in September. Brand new she was. She had the smell of a brand new car. That's just about the finest smell in the world. Except maybe for pussy. <laughs> okay. We, like, we didn't need that detail, but uh, thanks, I guess. Just FYI. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, I'm, ju- I'm just saying. It's you know, been a okay, while. So why is he selling it? Because he's stone cold dead, that's why. Died six weeks ago. So, six weeks Mr. ago. Mr. LeVay. Okay. This car is really kind of hell in six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe it did. Mm-hmm. And now she's back with you. new love. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe it's like a symbiosis between like the person's soul and the car's soul. You got a deal. You know, one time I was incredibly stoned and I was leaving my friend's house. I had this 83 S10, it's five speed. And uh, I got in and started it up. When I pressed the clutch in, it felt like my foot started to dissolve and become one with the truck. And I was like, whoa, like pulled my foot back. I was like, what the fuck? Whoa. And I was like, put my foot on it again. I could start to feel it tingle up my foot. And I pushed the clutch in and I felt like I became the truck. And I could see a three-dimensional like CAD model of the engine. And I could see where the misfires were happening. And I was like, oh my God. No, I fucking went for it. And I I drove that truck so fucking hard and it never ran better than it did that fucking night. <laughs> you were probably driving on the sidewalk and running shit over no. and you were like in your mind, you're just like doing nope. this like beautiful ride. I wasn't even nope. running, he's just inside screaming. Nope. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I went I really went and put some fucking miles on it. Yeah. And I drove the ever living piss out of it. You were you were having a moment. Yes. And it in it. In that moment, I realized that what if it's possible for a machine over time to basically like incubate or grow a primitive soul based upon a symbiotic relationship with the people who operated it, maintained it, built it, and designed it. Anybody who's used an old machine, it doesn't matter what it is, can tell you that fucking machine has a personality. And like, maybe just call it like... uh, idiosyncrasies you know or something like that but who knows yeah definitely i agree with you you're you're looking at me because like, because you're because you're honest. looking at me like this guy's fucking out of his mind i think she's more curious to see if you're gonna say what we said yeah that's i was gonna put you know i was waiting for you to say something i hated so i could play <laughs> with you, but fair enough i'll allow it okay fair, I agree thank with you, you. okay <laughs> Yeah, without a doubt. For like, sure. You, you pick up a wrench and it's got a certain way it leans in your hand, a certain way well, it engages with a screw it. or whatever. Yeah. You learn each other. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, it learns you too. Yeah. Totally. Like, 
cars, my, my car throws a fit when it doesn't, when it needs like an oil change or something, <laughs> for example. It's like, hey. Yeah, like it will, it, it's done that before. Yeah, I bet. Especially because you've owned it so long. It's yeah. got to be what, like 20 years? Or damn near, right? 18, we got it, yeah, I bought it in 2000, so... Did I ever tell you my my dad's owned four fifty sevens over the years, but the his main one was a one fifty two door post. He owned it twice for a total of like seventeen years. He brought home three of his kids from the hospital in it, and it was just slammed, in the turquoise blue and white. But uh, it's always been my dream to find that car for him and just give it to him. Because I I know, I know I might as well be like, wishing for a pile of gold. Yeah, you know, when you like find it, it's gonna be like. $50,000. Yeah, but like that's some, not that like the little bit of optimist that lives inside me is like this little tiny voice going, maybe they'll take pity on you. And the rest <laughs> of me is like, no. No, no. I found the kid that owned my car before me oh, yeah. on Facebook. Really? Yeah, this is a weird one. So he went away to the army and told his mom, it was his car, uh-huh. told his mom if you have to sell a car, you can't. Oh shit! So she sold the car, uh-huh. right? And it was in her name. I bought the car. That was all fine and good. And then I think I was going through some paperwork or something, and came across his name. I was like, oh, I wonder if he's on Facebook. So I looked him up, and he was. And I was like, Hey, did you just own this car? And sent him a picture. Mm-hmm. And he got all kinds of fucking butt hurt. Oh like, really? Yeah. Totally yeah. unexpected. It was Aww. weird. I didn't yeah. consider that as a possibility. Yeah, right. of course not. Because you'd be like, oh, you might just be stoked to know that it's still around right. and like right. being loved and like that's, look what you did to it. That's you know? what I'm like, thinking because he's still in the town where where I bought it. Oh he, shit. Uh, Fairfield, Fairfield, uh, up up north, like maybe an hour or something from where we're at. I don't know. And thinking like, oh, it'd be kind of cool to like meet up with him mm-hmm. and, right. and just show him, take him yeah. for a drive, and just be mm-hmm. like, because it was like right after we we got it painted. So it's like, car looks really oh. good, and it's So like, it was a long time it passed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. This was oh. like three years ago or yeah. something? A couple years ago. Oh. And he just got like salty as fuck, and just like started unloading on me about like his stupid bitch mom, and like, like <laughs> yeah, it was like really weird, and it's oh, like, whoa, dude. <laughs> yeah, it was like, this sounds like something you need to work out with yeah. your mom. I'm not, and like, Damn. if you, like, and he kept talking about the car in a way as if like, like as if I hadn't done anything to it or worked for it. As right. if like, like it was just given to you. Like, like, like as if like his mom sold it to me in the condition it's currently in or something. Oh, right. Like <laughs> you bought it with like a hole in the side. Of the it was. <laughs> I'm not joking. There, it blew a rug. Like you could yeah. see it. It was, and like it was trash. Like the the, the interior is still pretty rough, but <laughs> it, it was trash. Like it's done a fuck ton of work on it like right. over almost two decades and then yeah. for him to get all like I don't know it's fucking weird yeah that's I had, a bummer jeez I had this Ranchero it was a 63 but it had like a 60 front end on it and uh, actually I had it when I first got on the Boulevardos forum okay and it was chopped like uh, four inches or something like a little ridiculous and it was not in good shape like I bought it for <laughs> 200 bucks from a friend and it was uh it was the lasagna chop, is what I yeah, thought. Yeah, we started pulling apart. There was there were layers. There was like two skins. Like they cut the first Weird. part, they folded it uh-huh. in, and then they glued another one on top of the <laughs> condo. But there was like wood, 
fiberglass font. Yeah, it was, it was so weird. like layers, like like, like a lasagna. lasagna. <laughs> it was like I put my fingers on it one time uh-huh. from the inside and the uh-huh. outside. It was like like you know, an inch and a half. What a like, hack job! It was fucked up. Oh and, like, it had to, but it was but it held together. Held together Hi. for me. It had one of these Christine things going on. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, so I I got it. I, I just started going to school. We had like no money. I was working at a, in a construction yard, like. I used to spray paint. Uh, they did like rem- uh, like traffic lights up in the hills. Okay. So they set up a bunch of lights, take them down, and move them and stuff like that. And so I had like repair them because people fucking shoot them out up there. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Of course like, they do. Like, <laughs> I mean, isn't that what you do? Right. So like I'd piece them back together and rebuild them, and they had a bunch of like flat black spray paint. So I like stole an armful of paint from work <laughs> and painted it black. And, uh, and we got it looking. Eh. What are you talking about? <laughs> Rose-colored glasses, okay. but it had like the bed had a like like inch-thick MDF with like speaker cutouts in it and carpet. The whole bed was carpeted when I got it, but like it had sat outside for twenty years since. <laughs> like it was gnarly. <laughs> the uh, so the guy I bought it from, he's a like a Bay Area car builder. Um, he got it from someone for like to trade for work. Who got it from someone? Who bought it from someone? Who got it from this guy? <laughs> But all of these steps, no one went to DMV, right? No. So, so, of course not. But the original place it came from... <laughs> <laughs> um, That's what the top was actually made out. It was all the paperwork that never made it to DMV. <laughs> I'll get to this later. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so the guy that built it, he, he used to show it, I guess, in like the 80s, like San Jose-ish. Okay. Um, it was pretty rad. So it had like legit history? Yeah. like well, It huh. looked okay when they first... like. Finished sanding the bondo down, <laughs> but it was like a, like a bluish purple thing, and it had like like scallops on the side. They were like orange to yellow, you know that like faded. Uh huh. like this pretty pinstripe. Oh yeah, this yeah. beautiful like the whole uh, tailgate was pinstripe, like a like big rig style, you know, like the big flower. Yeah, like the style. whole car, like like with the chop and the lowering, was like. That tall at the most. It was really really. It, like you like. I rode in it like once, and to get in and out, I had to like roll on the ground. Yeah, it, was, it was on. It was like super low, and it was chopped like a lot. And the seats were on the floor, so you like you sat in it with your legs straight out. <laughs> Fucking sucked. They literally like that tall at the most. Wow. Yeah. How did they do the suspension? Because it's not easy to get those things low. I cut coils and pulled leaves and wore the fuck out everything. Wow. Yeah. I think I had that thing must have been it. scary to drive. Oh yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> so it didn't have side glass, and the front Never. glass was like completely like plexiglass like scratched and warped, so it was like just white. Like when the sun would yeah. hit it, you just you couldn't see. You're driving home, and you hit a street no light, windshield just lights up. It's like <laughs> I fucking I drove it in the rain home from school one time with my head out the chop. <laughs> oh, like all like, Ace Ventura. Like, yeah, but on a chop that's even worse. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you like your head's just resting in between like the top and the windowsill. Yeah. You're just like. Eh. That, it was such a it was such a piece. It couldn't yeah. get out of its own way. He managed to get two speeding tickets. Was, like, How? was it for defying the laws of physics? Yeah, it, was, like, it literally took like half an hour to get up to forty five. Like, Seriously. Oh my god. I used to was it the two speed auto or is it the three yeah, speed manual? The two speed auto. I was it like a two hundred or like a one seventy? One forty four. Oh my god. It with the casting intake, yeah. I used to drive to school during commute traffic, so I didn't have to go over forty. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm fine. There was like, this one like hill, like where you had to like take it to get over the freeway, oh. the like freeway overpass thing, 
And um, for the first few times that he took it to school, I would follow behind him in the car to make sure, like, he didn't break and he got to school and everything was cool. And there was one time where he was trying to get up that hill, and I was just like, oh, my God, this... I, I thought I thought you were rolling back into the yeah. car. Like I, I, didn't think, I didn't think it was gonna make it. And it was just a stu- It was just an overpass. Mm-hmm. It wasn't right. any. It was nothing. So, so I loved the car. It was red. It had like thirteen inch chrome wheels. It was it was a cool little piece of shit. It was. But so I got it with, with like this real questionable like backstory. But what the original the person who I had the registration from, it it was built by this guy in San Jose Hayward somewhere over there. And then he went to jail for murder and gave it to his dad. And his dad died, and someone bought the car. Jesus. So it's so got all kinds of bad juju just yeah. swirling around it. Yeah, so it was like a real, like... But it wasn't no shit, Christy. Yeah. But it, like, was, was kind of into it. Like, this car, like... Didn't fucking repair itself. It didn't right? repair itself, but it never left you stranded. Never. No, and I drove it, like, the generator didn't work. So I just charged it. From, it was like driving a Tesla. <laughs> No joke. Yeah, just like a Tesla. I could make it to school and back on one charge. We had no money. (laughs) Oh my god, it's amazing. (laughs) So I sort of had an electric vehicle at one point. uh, Oh, that's magical. Thank you. So so time went on. I had that. It broke down eventually. And we got something else, right? Did the Buick uh, come over on then? No. I don't remember. No. It, we parked it for some Things reason. Things were getting shuffled up. We had that Cadillac, and then we got the sedan, oh, I yeah. think. And it was just, we, it was, there was just too much. <clears throat> some shit had to go. Right. Oh, and I was, I was working on the 56 again. So I we had a Cadillac with a black cloud over it. Yeah? Yeah. We'll get yeah. to that in a second. I'm almost done. No, no. I wasn't, <laughs> wasn't going to cut you off. I was just, yeah. I, I understand. So... It's parked at Josie's mom's house, which was a, it was like a duplex with this detached garage where the, you could pull around the whole garage. It was parked behind the garage, like between the garage and the like in the backyard, basically. And uh, it sat back there for a long time. And like years later, uh, it was still there. I hadn't touched it. I was like school finally started picking up, and I just had like zero time for car stuff. And uh, I was over there working on something. I think I was working on lowering the van. It was around around that time. We had the van too. Yeah, and so I'm I'm inside. She's the second duplex in. Like the the two doors are facing like perpendicular to the to the sidewalk out front. So okay. you have to walk into the lot to the back house to, to knock. Gotcha. And I'm doing something inside and there's someone at the door. It's like a the screen door is always open. And this big guy, uh where I think he was wearing like a work like workwear of some sort with a name tag on it. Mm-hmm. He was a tow truck driver maybe. And he was like, uh, hey, is that your ranchero in the back? Uh, <laughs> fuck are you doing in the backyard? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just out there, so uh-huh. it wasn't just this time. Uh-huh. And I'm like, uh, yeah, what's up? That used to be my car. And you're oh, like, oh, fuck, God. here it comes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, so I, oh. The guy uh, that was in prison for murdering somebody? Yep. Yeah, he showed up at my mother-in-law's house Holy and knocked on her fuck. door. I was like, do you have my car? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I, I don't even remember how I got out of it. I think I took his number or something like that. Uh-huh. And then, like, our the car's got to go. Like, <laughs> like uh, here's the keys, sir. Right. Uh, I think we sold it soon good after Good luck that. to you. That was, like, 
That's fucking so true. It wasn't yeah. like he was going to do anything with it, though. I mean, that thing was such a pile. Like, it was... <laughs> Like in all honesty, he was being nice about it. Was mm-hmm. like, he was like, hey, is that I, that used to be my car? I was like asking about it. Like, mm-hmm. he didn't seem too bent about it, but well, still, I was murderers. freaked out. Like, I, yeah. I don't remember how I got the paperwork taken care of, but I don't think you were involved. So <laughs> like, you went to DMV and they gave you like a bunch of his information. That's true. And they like yeah, a lot not... of unpaid parking tickets. They yeah, this fucking guy at the DMV, he gave me like everything that ever happened associated with the previous owner. Uh-huh. It's like, oh well, it's gonna be like. Twenty two hundred bucks to register this car. Holy you fuck! Have to pay this. How long ago was that? Oh, like two thousand five, maybe. That's Something a lot like of that. fucking money. And so, like, all right, that's weird. <laughs> I've never heard of this before. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go. To, so, like, Livermore, our hometown, didn't have a DMV, and it's like on the border between the Bay Area and the Central Valley. Okay. Like it's te- it's in Alameda County, which is the same as like Oakland. Okay. But it's the next town over is Tracy, which is like Central Valley, Central Valley. But you gotta go over the hill. Right. We're still in. So, I went to, to Pleasanton, which is like the rich town that was next to Livermore, because mm-hmm. they don't have a DMV in Livermore for some reason. <laughs> and that's where I got the like ridiculous thing. Like, all right, fuck this. I'm going to Tracy. They, I told you <laughs> to go to Tracy, too. And it, yes, Tracy DMV was always better. Like, always cheaper. Always like, eh, you don't have to worry about that. Paperwork looks okay. I'm not going to, like... It was like real small town. Like, it was just yeah. like... Like, you just walk in, and it was just, like, one little room and, like, a little line, and that was it. But, like, the other one, like, in the next town, then Pleasanton was, like, take a number and sit down for the next 12 years. So, <laughs> Right. Yeah. So, I, I went out to Tracy, and I got, I was in there, it was, like, the last person that they helped, like, they locked the doors while I was in there. And so, I'm talking with this lady, I'm just, like, fingers crossed, like, please, 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 let me register this car. So, I think I'd gone in, like at least five times to try and get this thing registered. It was always some fucking roadblock. Um, and finally, they're, they're doing it. We're going, like, okay, that's good, that's good. It's like, wait a minute, what's this? And they had, they had that stack of paperwork for the, the guy's previous issues. She's like, oh, hold on a second. She like went in the back or wherever the manager was hanging out, and she came up, and they're like, where did you get this? Like, uh, <laughs> Pleasanton DMV. I think the person's name's on there. They give you a little like receipt for your paperwork. Like, okay, I'm gonna have to write a report for this. They're not allowed to give you this information. Because <laughs> they gave me, like, his addresses, every, like, parking ticket he had, like, personal information. And I, I think I paid, like, 400 bucks at that place to get out. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Like, more than a car. Yeah. That was twice as much as I paid for the car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. Anyways. Anyways. Yeah, that's a fucking black cloud, for sure. Yeah. So weird stuff happened. That's, that's but it happened. never left you stranded. Like it was never. such a shitty car, but it was like a shitty. It was like a like you ever see one of those dogs where they're just like an ugly shitty little dog, but it's like so loyal. Like yeah. it's, it's a good dog, yeah. you know. But it's just a shitty little dog. That was that car. Mm, totally. It's a shitty little car. Yeah, that my the the car I had with the black cloud was the complete opposite. It yeah. was on in appearance a very nice car, but everything bad in the world fucking happened to it when yeah. I owned. <laughs> it, was so, just, it just didn't vibe with you. No, it didn't. And I, I fell in love with it as soon as I, as soon as I saw it. It was a blue 1979 Cadillac Coupe DeVille, and it looked like it was brand new. I was like, holy shit! I go in a, at the time I was driving an '86 Reliant wagon. That's the same color as the inside of a vanilla wafer. If you remember that '80s color. My friend's mom had one of those. Yeah. We used to draw on the headliner. Yeah, with the, the <laughs> shitty fucking velour. Um, but uh, so I bought it for 700 bucks, 
And it ran great for a week. How old you? <laughs> 20. Um, and uh, it had a matching blue interior. <laughs> Vinyl interior, or maybe even leather. I don't know. And just about everything worked in it. But dude, like the first thing that happened, fucking uh, fuel pump went. And after the fuel pump went, the smog pump went. I didn't even know what a fucking smog pump was. <laughs> this one day it was just like, just starts screeching so fucking loud. Like I'm driving it and people were looking like, what the fuck is that? And I'm like, nah. so I was, I was just a few blocks from work. So I just kept going. My buddy's like, that's a smog pump. Okay. Long story short, car was in a hit and run. After that, I was like, I'm done. I'm done, like, because I had, like, oh, I'm like, oh, I'm going to lower it. I'm going to put on true spokes and do this and that. No. Guy wiped out the whole fucking driver's side rear quarter. Just, I was so pissed. I was like, God damn it. So, after all the shit it already had, plus the fact that it got seven miles per gallon, no matter how you drove it, um, and uh, I had pushed it to a gas station twice, and that car weighed 4,800 pounds. I was like... Cut your losses, yeah. that bitch. Yeah. The only bad thing or weird thing that ever happened that wasn't bad, I had driven it down to uh, like the Long Beach area to see a friend of mine. Had a good good weekend. I'm driving home. I'm on the uh, Harbor Freeway, and uh, I'm coming up on a car that's identical to mine in the number one lane, like identical. I'm like, wow, that's fucking crazy. What year is it? Seventy nine. And so I come up next to it and I look and it's a it's a woman that looks just like me. And we were like and I was like, no. And I just fucking went. And I was like, two universes collided right there and they need to separate as fast as fucking possible. It's like what escape from which mountain, but you actually have a twin, right? Yeah, I do have a twin, but it, but it's a sheep. Right. But so anyway, but after the hit and run. So car then the car was in a hit and run after all that other shit that and I'm leaving out a lot. So, have the car for sale. Guy buys it. There's a bunch of weird shit. I won't go into details. The next day, I'm at home, and uh, I get a call from my mom. And she's like, Bob? I'm like, yeah, what's up? She's like, uh, there's a sheriff here to talk to you. And I'm like, uh, okay. So, I, you know, I hear her give her the phone. Uh, this is, you know, officer so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. Are you Robert Roy Helfrich Jr.? Uh, Yes. Are you the registered owner of a blue 1979 Cadillac Coupe DeVille? Uh, yes, sir. I mean, I, I was, but I, I sold it last night. Okay. Well, it was used in a uh, robbery in bank, uh, used in a bank robbery in Quartz Hill this morning. We'd like to come by and ask you a few questions. What? So I'm they, like, like, went and bought a car to rob a bank with? Yeah. And because he asked me, like, he's like, do you think the car will make it to San Bernardino? Well, I'm like, what? and I was like. That's kind of clever, actually. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I was like. give you fake info. Right. And he did. But, um, hey, what's, okay, so I'll tell you some of the weird shit. So, I had to ride my bike over there when he called and said he wanted to see it. Because I had just bought my S10, but I had to put a clutch in it. Uh-huh. So I had to ride my bike where the car was sitting for sale over by a gas station. It was like three or four miles away. Fuck, that sucks. And, and the only bike I had was my chopper bike. So I'm like on my <laughs> chopper bike, like riding like, you know, fucking <laughs> four miles away or whatever. So I get there. And uh, as soon as I get there, I realize I forgot the fucking keys to the Cadillac. Oh, oh, oh. I was like, God damn it. And then I looked at my phone, and the guy was supposed to be there any minute. So I was like, oh, I'll, just, I'll just wait for him. So a car rolls by. The car's parked in a cul-de-sac. And he, like, drives by it. And uh, they were in, like, an early 2000s Honda Accord four-door. It had an aftermarket paint job on it. The bodywork on it was flawless. It was like candy brandy wine. Slammed on chrome five spokes. car was beautiful. 
I was like, wow, somebody put a lot of money into that. You know, and they just cruise by real slow. And they went and they parked about three blocks down. And then he gets out and he approaches on foot. So I'm like, okay. Young guy, uh, really well-dressed, really well-spoken, uh, very intelligent. You could tell he's very genu- genuinely polite. I took him for upper middle class. Mm-hmm. He's talking, you know, and being real nice and shit. And I'm like, hey, um, I'm like, I'm a fucking moron. I forgot the keys to the car. He goes, ah, oh, shit. And he's like, all right, man, it's all good. Uh, he's like, we could meet back here later. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. So like, we're figuring out. And I, meanwhile, another guy had gotten out of the car and had been approaching on foot. So he comes over and this dude's like, give me fucking dirty looks and like being like really aggressive and just saying like really weird things. And I'm just like, I'm looking at the other dude, like what's this guy's fucking deal? Like, were they thinking they were going to mug you for the I wasn't sure at that point. I was just like, okay. But cause I like this kid. He gave me good vibes. Yeah. But this guy, I was like, I, I ain't uh-huh. dealing with you. So at that point, like, cause he was he was talking shit to me for being like a dumb motherfucker because I left the keys and Whoa. this and that, and I yeah, and I was like, listen, man, I'm like, I'm not talking to you, I'm talking to him. So if you guys want this car, you need to go away. And he just kept talking shit and he turned around and he walked away. So me and the the guy, the other kid, because I took him for maybe 16, 17, we agreed to meet back there at nine o'clock. So I meet him back there. Uh, this time he just showed up on foot. Did you get a no, I had to ride my bike again. Fuck. Jesus. So, so I left the chopper bike like tied or like chained to a tree, like while I go for a, a drive with this guy, and he's like, "Yeah, man, this thing it runs really good." I'm like, "Yeah, I know." And I'm like, "I told you." I said, it, "He's like, will it make it to San Bernardino?" I'm like, "Dude, this motherfucker will take it to you know to New York as long as you can afford the gas," because I finally had got it running good, and of course it was going to run better for someone else, obviously. <laughs> but um, so yeah, fast forward, um, sheriffs show up to my house. Uh, my apartment, rather. Um, actually, I'm sorry. It was one sheriff and two FBI agents. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I was like, talk about butthole puckering moment. Like, mm. I mean, I had weed in the house and shit. Like, I had taken everything and put it in the garage and everything like that. And um, but still, back then during like oh yeah prohibition, everybody yeah pretty much that. yeah. And I had like just turned 21 at that point. Um, my, my girlfriend, uh, the girl I was dating at the time, she was there, too. Because she, she didn't believe me when I told her. And she was like, no way. And I'm like, yeah, dude. Like, they are on their way. And she's like, shut the fuck up. I'm like, no, I'm serious. <laughs> so, okay. <clears throat> so, the, they're asking me questions and stuff. And um, at one point, I mentioned uh, AV Bank. And they're like, why did you mention AV Bank? I said, what? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, well, they're like, uh, we didn't mention that to you. So, why are you talking about it? I'm like, oh, well, I'm like, the sheriff I talked to on the phone said a, a bank in Quartzill had been robbed. And they're just staring at me, like, okay, and? And I'm like, well, I just thought about, like, if I was going to rob a bank, which bank would I rob? And, <laughs> yeah, and they're all just still staring at me. And I'm like, I'm like, well, I mean, I, like, <laughs> I, I was so nervous, I didn't know what to do. So I just kept talking. And I was like, well, I just thought about it. Like, I'm like, I'm like, you could sit in the drive-thru and see the entire bank and there's an entrance at the front and the back so you could like go back and he's like yeah that's exactly what they did and I'm like oh my god I'm like of course it, outwardly I'm like oh that's really strange <laughs> you know like yeah huh? and they're like yeah I, I don't even know how they didn't think I was a fucking involved at that point because I was like blah, blah, blah. I just spilled it all out yeah. you know so it was my information that led them to the arrests but it wasn't based on the appearance of the suspects. They found them based on the car. Because <laughs> I couldn't remember exactly what their faces looked like. 
But I remember Tell me about the car. Like, oh, sit down. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> they even two years later, I had to go testify in court. Wow. Yeah, I had totally forgotten about I it. Don't, I don't know. I had I totally forgotten that. about it. I think I just like I don't. So I don't know. yeah, at that point, I was already I had just started working at Scale Composites. My life was finally starting to have some sort of direction. I'd forgotten all about this incident. One day my phone calls, or my phone rings. We're having a party at my house. <laughs> so I pick it up. I'm like, hello? She's like, hi, is this Robert Helfrich? Yeah, who's this? Uh, this is Sun Chung, the assistant uh, attorney, um, uh, what do they call it? Assi- uh, attorney? DA? Yeah, DA. Assistant DA for Los Angeles County. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, do you remember? <laughs> she's, do you remember this case? And she starts rattling off. And I'm like, oh, yes. And she's like, well, I'm sorry to call you, blah, 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 but... She's like, you know, it was your information about the car that led to several arrests, and we'd really like you to come in and, and testify against this gentleman in court. Oh, fuck, no. And I was yeah, like, <sighs> well, okay. You went, though. I did. And uh, let, let me back it up, because you know what? I'm just going to go. I'm going to get fucking real. So <clears throat> back when they were asking me about the suspects, like when it had first happened, and they were showing me the mugshots. Yeah, the, the two gentlemen that approached me with the car, they were black. Okay? So, they're showing me these mugshots. It's all black dudes in the mug, in the Facebook. But the photos were so pixelated and fucking, uh, like, blurry. Like, I couldn't tell if one was, like, one of my best friends. Like, seriously, they were that bad. And I said so to the detective that I was talking to. You know what he did? He fucking sat back, crossed his arms, and he just looked at me like... Looked at the book, looked back at me, and it was like, pick one. Jesus. That was his attitude. And I said, are you recording this? And he goes, yeah. Why? So because I, well, first of all, I have the right to know that. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm like, second of all, I'm like, I'm going to say out loud, and I just explained about the pictures looking all shitty and stuff like that. And again, his silence. I'm like, all right, well. I'm like, I will say with no certainty, but maybe this guy and maybe that guy. And he goes, okay, we're done. Jesus. So... Fast forward back to the trial. Um, I told her on the phone. I said, listen. I said, she, well, because she asked me. She's like, do you think that you can uh, positively identify him if you see him? I said, ma'am, to be honest with you, I'm like, a lot's happened since then. I'm like, I, I'm like, I was having trouble remembering him then. You know? And I'm like, and it's been years now? I'm like, I remembered the car more than, you know, and they're like, yeah, and that's how we found them was the car. I'm like, so I go in, sit down, they swear me in, just like in the stupid fucking TV shows. And I didn't even, I didn't want to fucking, I was like, can you bring in like the Necronomicon? <laughs> um, <laughs> I wanted to, I didn't have the balls. Uh, plus, you know, it's kind of, kind of serious. But um, they had this whole thing with like, they're asking me like what my background in automotive was. And I told them like, I was mechanic professionally and, you know, personally and stuff like that. I'm like, okay. And, so you say your memory about cars is pretty good, huh? And I'm like, yeah. And then they like did this whole unveil, like where they pulled a stupid thing off a board with a picture of the car and everything. Like, oh. I'm like, what? Because I couldn't have been coached? Like, what the fuck is this? You know, and then finally she gets down to it and she was like, is that young man here in this courtroom today? And I had been, we had been exchanging glances throughout the, the course of the, the trial. And it, I mean, I was only up there for like 45 minutes. It felt like I was up there for hours you know and I was just so nervous and uh there was no animosity no you know anger no 
threat, no nothing. He just, he looked like a broken man. And so I said, honestly, ma'am, I'm like, I sold that car to a boy. That's a man I see sitting there. I'm not sure. She says, okay, no further questions. Then I never heard what happened. And what's interesting is that Lancaster Sheriff's Department, anytime they fucking do anything, they are patting themselves on the back so fucking hard in the, in the local press. Like, oh, we did it, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, why didn't we hear anything about that? Because those guys had robbed a string of banks. A string of them. And they were outsmarting the cops at every turn. So these cops were just... They were fucking racist. Because yeah. they honestly didn't care. They were willing to just pin it on whoever. And I saw that through every fucking step. So when people go, oh, there's no such thing as white privilege, or there's no such thing as like racism and, and, uh, in general, like, no, you're fucking wrong. And I've seen it firsthand multiple times. That, that whole fucking situation, like, it, it's, it, it still has been a mindfuck to me. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Christine? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Let's lighten the mood a little bit, shall we? Okay. It's going to be interesting cutting this thing together. Yeah, you, know, yeah, you, you got your work cut out. Yeah. Are you, are you stop and think about this? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're only 20 minutes yeah. in. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I've been saving all summer. Get for college. It's easy for you to say you already have a car. Well, you gotta remember how dorky 50s cars were to most people in the 80s. Yeah. Weird. No, so, uh, that was 300? Yeah, I did. Is that 250? 250 we do. This is, if this is such a good idea, well, let's just come back tomorrow. Well, clearly, she's 20 years old. I mean, that makes her officially an antique. It's 20 years old now. Right. Everyone, think about it. 1998. I think about that all the time. Like, yeah. I remember asking my dad when I was a kid, like, what, what denotes a classic car? It's like anything 25 years or older, technically. And he had an 86 Chevy Sprint we're working on. I'm like, will this car be a classic? Never. You don't know half as much as you think you do. What is it about that car? Maybe it's just that for the first time in my life I found something that's uglier than me. <laughs> And I know I can fix her up. And not ugly, Arnie. Did that thing get weird? Uh, oh, I, I can tell. I know what I am. Like some pseudo homosexual, like weird 80s, like. I'm just not reaching like, just touch his knee right now. <laughs> <laughs> just so he doesn't see the hand. Too. Yeah, that's true. How are you feeling what I'm feeling right oh. now? Fuck out, Dennis. You don't need this shit. They don't got room to talk with their ugly ass Volvo. Right? Get out of here. Who was that, like the 122? What he was, what he was oh. saying was valid, though. Come on. Like, that's. Pause. Pause. <laughs> like, why. Look at why, his face. Why do, you, why do you build cars, you know? Like, I, I, part of my deal is that, like, I don't, I don't really want the attention on me. I think it's really cool to have something where it's like, look what I've done, and mm-hmm. everyone's like, Whoa! Well, yeah, leave it's, me the fuck alone, you know. You know, it's uh, it's art in motion, mm-hmm. and you know, and you and and you, it's yours. It came out of your mind. Mm-hmm. Totally. 
you know, came from your hands and your blood, sweat, and tears, literally. I'm just you saying. Know? What he was saying was, it's, that's valid. Mm-hmm. Like, let's make fun of the jock for calling him a queer. Let's make fun of that. <laughs> what are you, <laughs> fucking queer? I want to point something out right here. Mm-hmm. Mom's name is Christine. Oh. Dad's last name is Darnell. The, Weird. Yeah. Darnell's the, the name of the... actor's name. It's not the... Right, but Darnell's the name of the, uh, the guy who owns a junkyard yeah. in the garage. I don't know why they, they picked that, mm-hmm. but... Mm-hmm. Christine's just a coincidence. I guess. Okay. Okay. That's why the mom's so angry. Maybe. <laughs> 27 minutes in. Have a creepy thing to say. He does have pretty hands. <laughs> like, whoa, dude. You, know, you can't polish a turret. Actually, yeah, the buster's proved. Technically, here. Start out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shows how much you know. Alright, batteries are replaced. We're starting back up at 4435. Good lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we. <laughs> I think we're like an hour and a half into the recording so far. <laughs> All right. Meanwhile, at the drive-in. <laughs> Meanwhile. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the Legion of Doom. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Damn you! Have, you! have you seen Sometimes They Come Back? Oh, oh yeah. that's a great All movie. Right. Yeah. Round two is going down. Uh-huh. I, I, honestly, like, I'm not a huge like horror movie fan in general. Listen, pause. What about uh, bad horror? Pause. Pause. Well, yeah. Well, see, that's my problem is that most of the the horror I've watched has been bad. This one isn't. This one's... I'm enjoying it so far. I was far. gonna say you gotta be loving it so. Oh yeah. No, but maybe not for the reasons that people think I should be. But. I am loving it. It's fucking, it's, it's, it's a cool movie. So far, it's is it not the most better. relatable car movie there is? Yeah, like, I can get behind that. For sure. Yeah. Alright. As a lonely, disenfranchised, angsty teenager who didn't know why the fuck I was pissed at the world, but I knew that I was. Right. And why Stephen King is such an asshole is because you're always rooting for the villain. Always. <laughs> every single story. Oh, yeah. Like, anyways. We have to do it. Do it. <laughs> about to be cray cray. Oh. oh my god, it'd be so heartbroken. Oh yeah. And then it would be blind rage. Mm-hmm. You ever heard car get no, but after the Buick got hit, like I, I did, fl- I did fly into a rage a little bit. Yeah, I felt bad for the girl who hit me, honestly, because I was screaming at her. She was on her fucking phone. Yeah, that was at at Santa Maria, right? Yeah, and she looked like she was gonna run, because yeah. she was looking around and there was nowhere for her to go. And I was like, other than this one driveway that you could tell was that was the only way in or out. And I was like, pull your fucking truck over. Like, I felt bad afterwards. I did apologize to her. 
But it could have it could have been anybody. It could have been an old man. I would have reacted the same way. Yeah, you know, like I know I was out of line, regardless. But I was just I was so angry. Especially like if he would have been like, oh, if she would have been like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Like let's go. No, she was looking for escape route. I was like, fuck you. You're not going anywhere. Josie, did you ever have your car vandalized? <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, I was legitimately asking you. I no, just... no, no. It's, it's, yeah, some kids egged my car one time in high school. And yeah, I, I flew into a blind rage. Um, <laughs> Tell the story. I tried to play it cool and then we dropped Nick off and then it was like me and like five other kids. It was a, it was a full car. So we're, we get in the car and we start driving around and we see this truck drive past us and it's the truck that ate my car and I fucking flipped. Like it just completely like, <laughs> flipped. So did snapped. you, did you watch them do it? We like, they like, it was in a neighborhood where there's no other cars around. Okay. So we like, they like. The one I was telling you earlier, that kid that, that drove by at, like, yeah. 3 in the morning. Okay. It's same street. Gotcha. Like, flew around the corner and, like, heard them. And then, like, when we got over there, we saw that they were hitting yeah. cars. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I flipped out and flew, in, flew into a rage and, like, flipped the car around, tires screeching, chased them down the street. They start getting kind of flipped out. Turn onto this one back road, chase them down this road, run them off the road this direction. Run them off the road this direction because I was coming for blood. Like I was, I like I was gonna fucking murder these kids. Like for real. Like I flipped the fuck out. Like I straight up ran them off the road. Like for real, ran them off the road. All the kids in the car with me are like throwing shit at them because there was just like, random, random stuff. yeah, there was just like random shit in the back of my car all the time. Yeah. There's like batteries and like. Um, I used to really like those Martinelli apple juice, the ones in the little Oh, yeah, the little glass bottle. Oh, grenade bottle. <laughs> oh, yeah. So there's like a bunch of those in the back of the car that like, like the kids in the car that were with me are like rolling wow. them and like hitting the back of the truck. They're exploding and I'm running them off the road. And then it's amazing. And this it, is like back roads Livermore, which is like okay. wine country. Oh, so. oh, I've, I've been like in wine country in Paso, so I know what those roads are like. Yeah. That's, yeah. So we do that. They're fun to drive on. We go that direction. I run them off another time, and then so I'm in front of them now, and they throw it in reverse. So I throw it in reverse. So now we're reversing <laughs> down this fucking back road like this, right? And then we get to the big main road, which is about I think two lanes each direction, so four lanes across. It's a big road. Mm-hmm. So they flip out going this direction. I flip out going the opposite. So we got headlights like <laughs> and we're yeah, we're like we're like faced off. Like, all right, what are you gonna do now, bitch? Right? And these kids are getting scared because they don't know who we are. You know? They, they, all they see is that this car is like a fucking maniac, and there's yeah. a lot of kids in this car, and they're throwing shit at us. Like, they're gonna kick our fucking ass. And there's yeah. only two of them in the truck. And so we're like there. I'm like, what, bitch? Like, your move. You know, like, what are you gonna do? So we go back down the road. So we're jamming down the road, and then we get to this other road, and then. They um, they make a left into the dirt between two plots of um, <coughs> grapes, 
right? <coughs> and so since it's the dirt, it's all like bumpy and shit. And they're yeah. in a, they're in a truck with like it's big, with like, big shocks and shit. I remember their shocks. They had like big yellow shocks. Mm. Like it was like fucking seared into my Wasn't mind. Was like it a '50s cab though? It was, it was older. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm taking off behind them, and I'm trying my best in the '57, mm-hmm. but it's. Yeah. Was that originally this. a 235 or was it a 265? My car? Mm-hmm. It was a 283, but that was okay. one that was blown, so we swapped gotcha. it out for a 350. Gotcha. Um, <coughs> so, like, I never got to drive it with the, the 283. Oh. Um, 283? Yeah. Oh, I'm so, like, I'm <laughs> over here. Um, so, anyways, so I'm trying to follow them, but I can't keep pace, so. I flip around and everyone in the car, all my friends are just like, what are we, what are we doing? What are we doing? Right? So I flip around, turn off the headlights, don't cut the car. So I'm just sitting there like, where you can't see us from the main room because the brakes are right there. And everyone's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, just wait, just wait. So we're waiting for a minute, cars on, headlights off. All of a sudden, truck goes blaring by on the main road. Flip on the headlights, fucking floor it and go like, big rooster tail out of there, like kicking stuff all over the place, chasing back down the road, um, chasing back down for a while. And then I just decided like, we got, it's, this isn't going to end tonight. Like we got to stop. So, um, so that's where it stopped. But no, I like, when we, when we pulled out head to head, if one of them would have gotten out of the car, like (laughs) I I was going to beat some fucking ass. Like I, like, I may have been smaller, but, like, I was fired up. Like, I've <laughs> never been mad like that before, I don't think, in my entire life. I have been a few times, actually, where I literally, like, was seeing red. Uh, one of them was when I, that Cadillac I told you guys I had, when that hit and run happened. Yeah. I did fly into a blowing rage. The story's much more anticlimactic. <laughs> but, so, I'm coming out of my alleyway, and I'm... Like, okay, I only missed two points on my practical exam when I took my driver's license test at 16 because the instructor said I was being overly cautious. I think asshole just didn't want me to fucking get a perfect score. So I'm still to this day, like, I am an overly cautious driver. I go left, right, left before I go, especially depending which way I'm going left, right. Anyway, I look, and granted, that's a lot of hood, you know, in front of that car, so I have to creep up on it. I'm looking, right, left, nobody goes, start to go. As soon as I start to go, I hear tires screaming. Look at my mirror, see a Honda symbol. Boom! He hits the recorder panel of the car, and he hit me so fucking hard that he pushed me that, like, 40 feet into the intersection where the fucking... Yeah. That huge Cadillac. He was in a Honda fucking Accord. Jesus. So... see what his car looked like after that. Yeah. uh, He took off too fucking fast. So, he hit me, we stopped right here, right? And I look, and it's a car full of fucking children. Like, literally children. And there must have been murder on my face, because he fucking put it in reverse, and he just stomped on it backed up, pulled it back down in manual first, and he just went. And I went, you motherfucker! Slammed it down in manual first and just stuffed my foot in its ass and it fucking died. <laughs> oh, shit. I had every intention of driving God, all 40... So yes. I had every intention of driving all 4,800 pounds of Cadillac up his fucking asshole. I was like, no you don't! Because yeah. that was the third hit and run I'd been involved in that wasn't my fault! And this all happened within like a year. Yeah, that car was no good for you. No. And what's it? I was doing a lot of mushrooms at the time. So I was like, am I fucking losing my mind? Am I fucking going crazy? Like, no, there's no way. And I kept telling my parents, I'm like, I'm fucking, I'm like, I'm cursed. I, I have, I'm cursed. Like, there's, there's no other explanation why all this dumb shit keeps happening to me. And my mom goes, Bob, you're not cursed. 
There's no such thing. You're fine. By the time the bank robbery happened, my mom was like, I think you might be cursed. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I've been telling you. I'm ready to believe, Bob. Yeah. I'm ready to believe. <laughs> wow. Anyway. Back to it? Okay. Yeah. All right. That, that that. A whopping 56, 36. <laughs> Halfway through. Yeah. We're almost there. All right. We can do this. All right. Important seats. She's acting her heart out there. <laughs> That's a, a Razzie Award nominee for sure. <laughs> At least I actually believe that he loves this car. Mm-hmm. Arnie. I did this. Mm, he thinks you did, bitch. Is he? Is he a car? I'd be the same way and I'd just Well, because he already thinks she hates the car, right? It's like Jackie O holding Kennedy's head together. Oh, Oh, man. Oh, too soon. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Look at that fucking collar. (laughs) His collar enters the room before he does. (laughs) He's like, that's right. Like a huge <laughs> <laughs> That's a strange looking man. park my own car. Your precious driveway. This never would have happened. Honey, that's not fair. That's not yeah. fair. Ow! Yeah. <laughs> Don't call that response. Yeah, for doing exactly what we told you to. Orlin took a shit on the dashboard of my car, Ma. <laughs> <laughs> That's the ultimate insult, man. That's just... Oh. But, oh, why don't we... Why don't we what, Dad? Your mother and I have decided to help you buy a new car. Oh, go oh yeah, right? Yeah. Like, you don't get it. That's uh, not the point. Well, that's what everybody wants, isn't it? <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> Damn, son. Hashtag mad lad. Anyways, kid's cool. <laughs> Don't touch my collar, Dad. This is gonna be awesome. Go back in there and apologize to your mother right now. Take your mitts off me, motherfucker. The power has just shifted. Uh-huh. That's every father, that's your nightmare, right? There. For me, when I wrestle my boys right now, one day that's gonna happen. It's gonna scare the shit out of me. My dad and I tussled a few times. Yeah, no, they're the same thing. I've wrestled my dad a few times. Like when I got a certain age and stuff, he stopped. There's probably a reason. Cause Honestly, I would still. The only reason I would win in a fight with my dad is because he's getting fucking old now. Yeah. Like oh, he's dad. always been built like a brick shit house. <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to fight him now. Seriously. So where's like the poop I, on the dash, though? They could show poop. But there's not even like a stain or hint. Maybe they opened up that little vent and shoved it in there. <laughs> so. I don't. Just, <laughs> just, trust me, just the details. I mean, Maybe come on. on. The passenger side. <laughs> no, I, we didn't know the shitters were weak. Shitters. Shitters. What's, okay, so I noticed that he never actually heard the old man say shitter, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just like the car told him. Fucking shitters. That's what they're called. Show me. Yep. <laughs> you actually have power that would just like course through you at that moment. Oh my god. 
I'm I'm stealing your factoid, Nick. (laughs) It was my factoid. Distinctively, John uh, John Carpenter fucker. Uh, a lot of dolly work going on. There. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, it's on a boom too because it's coming up. Yeah. <laughs> but they just had like hydros set up or something, or even just a big floor jack. Really, it's all you need. No, tell your factoid. How did they make that? Did they, like, mold the car in plastic or something? No, no, what they did. One of the few things I know about this. I want to say they actually hung it upside down. For some reason. I don't know why. Maybe it's just whatever. <laughs> but, but they actually, they, um, they used hydraulic rams to actually pull the car in. And they're just playing it backwards. Oh, right? uh, okay. For some reason, I swear, they hung it, it upside down for just to get some weird effect out of it or something. Hmm. I didn't hear that. I don't know. Okay. Alright. <laughs> yes. The show me scene. The sexy music playing. How badly do you want this? How many like, times did you actually go out to your car and say, show me? Because I did. <laughs> I really did. I honestly did. It's just on the off chance that it would work. That would be amazing. Wouldn't it? Oh my so god. You just touch the hood hoping it's a little bit warm. I, 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 <laughs> I wouldn't tell anyone, and I would tell the car that I'd be like, please oh, show yeah. me. I won't tell anyone. Oh, <laughs> Not even Nick. Good. You never know. Yeah. No, we got that, that weird blue way thing going on. <laughs> <laughs> He's got that weird shiny with the car, too. Fair enough. Why did you get a ride with a truck? It's, it's best not to ask. Yeah. <laughs> Was that the truck for Maximum Overdrive? I, let's say yes. yes. That's where the crossover happened. It should be. I know how to put pieces together. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's, yeah, 100%. So this truck yeah, driver gave a ride to apparently nowhere. Yeah. What is he even doing here? <laughs> He's one of the bullies that fucked up the car, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wait for another truck driver. Ooh. He's the pudgy kid that had the... That tripped him? Yeah. So they shit on the dash. Yeah. Probably. He is. But now he Fucking shitter. This is like you. (laughs) (laughs) I must have seen it then before. I just, it got in my ether. I think so. Food's like almost here, here. Ooh, ooh. Dang. Uh, okay. Hey, hey, buddy. Nice and happy today. All right. Yeah, you may have Thank you. All right. All right. Push pause for you to see it. It's so painless. Things back on. Food is gone. Food was delicious. <laughs> Okay, let's do this. Get back into it at 321. Yeah, I guess I must have seen it. Is that you, Cunningham? Yeah. Confirm. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. 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 <laughs> what do you think, bitch? This was you. This was me. <laughs> I've done this. Only I was chasing someone in a truck instead of on foot. Yeah. There wasn't good. cement around, so I didn't hit from something scary as fuck in a straight line. And there are, like, limited places to carpet drive. Presumably. <laughs> but this car is evil as fuck, so... Apparently, in the book, there's a scene where Christine enters a house. I don't know how that... <laughs> I don't know how that happens, but... <laughs> that's probably it's worth checking. That's pretty garage, amazing, obviously. Yeah. Very quietly. <laughs> yeah. Fuck your car and your garage. Yeah. Uh-huh. Some of them are probably pretty fucking nice too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess in the end it was worth it because you you buy it because the destruction was real. Right. Like that Banksy painting. <laughs> Dude, that was so amazing. <laughs> oh my god. I laughed so fucking hard about that. Did you see the video he released? No. He actually recorded it when he sure. built that frame like yeah. 10 years ago or something. Yeah. And he's just waiting all this time <laughs> to just... Boop. He was in the audience. Yeah, listen, he, he was driving like that, wasn't he? Take it easy. <laughs> he can shoot the car. 
<laughs> He's just not taking any chances, that's all. That is where, of course, would be like a double barrel shotgun. Like, it fits what the character is supposed to be. Like, no, it wouldn't be child. like a handgun or something. It looks like some. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> yeah, not even a sawed off. Yeah, like. Okay, Jack. Uh, when we bought the van, come on up. It was in Nevada, and we like signed everything over, over inside this double wide. And like, all that was in there was like a big uh, a thing that the TV was sitting on, a single chair, like a lazy boy. There was a crock pot in the kitchen that was cooking beans, and there was a shotgun in the corner. And that was it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Simple living. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it did just fine by me. What's wrong with you? Uh, nothing. Nothing at all, sir. We will take this one and go. <laughs> Didn't you flat toe that all the way back? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> you guys are nuts. Yeah, I wouldn't do that again. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the uh, when you wrote when you wrote it out on the board and reading that. That was like such a harrowing story. <laughs> it's fucking rad. When I think about things like that, it bums me out that like message boards everywhere have died a silent death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I miss I miss them. Instagram is just a facsimile, and like a poor one at that. Yeah. More posturing and less like actually trying to talk to each other. Why would you like it? I don't understand this reasoning to just get in the car. Yeah. The car that was very obviously, fire, huh? very recently on fire. But look, at, but look at his fascination with it. His face, right. so like, he is infatuated with it. And just like three months ago, he knew he had a friend who commits suicide in one of these. Uh-huh. Or maybe he knows it's the same car. That's a good get. See, now it's time to know about. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't just... Uh-oh. <laughs> Why is she mad at him, though? Snooping. What? He was, like, checking out the photo or something. Well, he called, he called the police or whatever. Oh, that's right. Oh. Yeah. Oh. It's like playing Russian roulette on your way to work. It is. <laughs> John Carpenter really loves his synthesizers. They should have planned this out a little better. Yeah, right? <laughs> Other than just, just go for it. Swing it. It'll be fine. Oh, little Cortina. Like, what did it do to anyone? <laughs> and then he just now decides to start. Yeah, right? Like, yeah. as soon as the car's lights went on, why wasn't he like, oh, shit. Like, right, I want to see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see how this Turns plays out. out. Oh, seriously? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my just legs fucked up. Couldn't just hide in the office like I told you to. <laughs> Some interesting face she's making. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> Let it get a little closer. Yeah. A little closer. killed himself. She needs a blanket. Now all of a sudden, there comes fucking Prince Charming. Good job, a-hole. Arnie's dead. Thanks for nothing, you gimp. Uh-oh. 
dressed up for it. <laughs> I wouldn't feel so bad if I were you. You two are heroes, you know. Yeah. Real hero could have saved Arnie. We didn't do so hot. Hey, some things can be helped. Some people do. It's kind of a chill, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Winks noddingly at the camera. for being like cheesy in a bad way because it's not like super serious right but you know Carpenter's movies in general always kind of have that yeah or like I was thinking about it while we are watching the movie that like he kind of approaches horror movies from kind of an old school perspective where he does kind of let the actors chew up the scenery a little bit and he tries to make it a little bit more dramatic you know theatrical almost yeah so that's that's kind of a common theme throughout all of his movies I'm jumping in yeah, there she is. Kind of Hitchcockian, where it's yeah. like it's more about like the tense and the stress of what's going on in mm, the moment, right. than like hack them up building. really. Yeah. So you like it? Yeah, I did. Really good. 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 weren't I'm, expecting it, were you? I, like I said, I came in ambivalent, so no, I really liked it. It was good. Would you watch it again? Absolutely. Good. Do <laughs> you think there's any other car though that could have played that? I have a hard time Ooh. imagining something. Right. That's a good question. Like, yeah. What other car do you think could have the same... Like I said, where it's just a car. It's just uh-huh. an object right. that would show those kind of emotions or have the same lines that well, would make you feel the same. Uh, like, honestly, like I mean, I didn't grow up watching this movie like you guys did. Mm-hmm. So coming at it from a fresh perspective, I would say 57 Chevy. If only because... If only because... 57 Chevy is one of those cars that even non-car people know what it is. Yeah, true. Because they're always guessing. Hey, is it fifty six? No, it's a fifty eight Ford. Right? I think yeah. part of the allure of this though is that like the Plymouth Fury is kind of an underdog. Like it's uh-huh. not like a well known thing, and that's reflected in Arnie. You know, right? Like, yeah, true. They're similar. Everybody loves a fifty seven Chevy. Like, very true. Apparently, Stephen King said for the book he wanted the fifty eight Fury because it was like a cool car that was just completely forgotten. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't something people were nostalgic for back then. Fair and it's so radical that yeah, it was like that part of 50s cars that he wanted to gotcha and how expensive would that be to like wreck like 26, 57 yeah. Chevys uh, you know <laughs> well even in, then, the, in the 80s even then even then because mm-hmm. I remember my dad telling me like I think the last one he bought was a 210 four door sedan that was in like 86 and I said he I think he said he paid like 1200 bucks for it it was a running driving car, but it was pretty, it was pretty hammered. I think, I think if you went forward into a '60s car, there's some options like a, a Coronado would be rad. Yeah, like, I, I say, that's... I say Marlin. <laughs> That'd be cool. Really? I have a soft spot for Marlins. It's yeah. like I have kind of a thing for ugly ducklings in general, car wise. 
Uh, and so that car, like, I don't know. I just, I feel like it has the potential Marlin's to AMC. be cool. Yeah. yeah. That was a big two-door fastback. Like, it just, yeah, yeah, yeah. the proportions are really weird on it. There's, like, a really cool body line on it that, like, goes by the back thing. Yeah, that trim that, yeah. that mimics the same shape past yeah. the C-pillar. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's really cool. That's the Hoffmeyer kink? Yes. yes. Hoffmeister kink. Hoffmeister kink, that's right. right. I know that yeah. because the blog post you wrote. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. That was a good, that was a good post. The, the later Imperials would be rad, too. Dude, mm-hmm. there was a 61 Imperial for sale in San Fernando Valley. Yeah. It's a two-door. It's a fucking monster of a car. And I think they're asking... It's beautiful. I think they're asking, like, 10 Gs for it. And it's worth every penny, because it's that nice and they're that rare. But it's just... It, God, it's such a ostentatious car. Yeah. There's a kid in our hometown... He, he played in that in Tiger Army. Oh, he was okay. like the original bass player. Right His name's Joel. And he had a 61 Chrysler. The license plate was just rad. <laughs> <laughs> it was really fucking cool. Yes. It was like primer black with like a leopard print interior. Like totally like early 2000s like wow. rockabilly thing. But yeah. it, it was really cool. It was a wild car. One of my dream cars is a 1961 Chrysler four-door hardtop wagon. Like it's, And that's one of those things I'll probably never get. Just like, also, I'd love to have a 59 Mercury Ford or hardtop wagon. Yeah. Or 58 Oldsmobile Ford or hardtop wagon. I just have a thing for hard, hardtop wagons. Especially the oddball ones. You know Rambler made one? No. Yeah. Late 50s, early 60s. For only two years. They're super rare. I've never seen one. Only pictures. Weird. You had a 59 Rambler? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, we had 59 Wambler. Wham- 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 <laughs> I'm so tired. Last night caught up to me. Yeah, we had a wagon for a bit. Nice. The dog, though. How oh, was it the six? Mm-hmm. It couldn't get out of its own way. It was a push button, too, and that whole mechanism was all gummed up, so it like, didn't, didn't push very easy. Oh, that's funny. Just talking about four hardtop wagons, and this is Steve Sanford's latest post on Instagram. Oh, wow. That's cool. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so where would you take that? Because they never made a second, right? Not as far as I know. Right? Yeah. So where would you take that movie from there? Like, if you were to continue the song, where would you take it? I think it becomes Maximum Overdrive. Yeah. yeah the story is not about Arnie and Christine. Yeah. It's about it's the just semis. a whole other. Yeah. yeah. I think it's split. It goes Repo Man and Maximum Overdrive. I think the FBI guy decides to change careers, and I got convinced it's the same character. <laughs> That's what let's like. Well, what happens a couple years like, later? Do they just she's just a lump now? Like she's in some kind of weird like she's a spoon now because she got melted <laughs> down. Or I guess someone's going seen. to eat the spoon bends up. It's like smacks. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because if, I mean, if you think about it, like DNA, right? Like if, yeah. if that DNA got into other DNA, then it's gonna like I doubt it would propagate, but it would still have some of those. Well, is it just as strong or is it like watered down? Well, I think it'd be diluted, right? Overdrive world because how do those trucks get like that i don't is there a I reason there's some weird like electromagnetic radiation or something like that <laughs> <laughs> i don't remember if they ever explained that's it awesome. well maybe that's maybe that's how <laughs> yeah. that's an awesome like the lady's carving turkey or something with the electric knife oh. and it's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she like holds it on her arm like, what are you doing like, those things have no torque you can just set it down yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. doesn't some guy come over and like here, poor woman. You don't know how to work this <laughs> machine. Oh, man. Yeah, I, 
think in the book it's hinted that Christine get, like goes back to her original form. Eventually. They're like trying to like ship her something uh-huh. away and she comes back to life at the airport and kills someone. <laughs> so I guess the idea was to just keep doing it with the same car. <laughs> That'll get really old as like a, a yeah. trilogy or something. Here's the same story three times. Mm-hmm. But if you could just find a way to like how like most of that recycled metal found its way into like a newer I was gonna say like a riding lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> just make like a semi like parody out of it. And just go that way, like Shaun of the Dead with it. I think that'd be fun. <laughs> think about it. That early like, honey and I shrunk the kids, we got these little people running after this giant, like possessed lawnmower. <laughs> I'm gonna go through that trivia stuff. Make sure I got everything. What? I'm gonna go through the the trivia stuff that I found. Oh yeah. All right. Okay. So this movie grossed uh, 21 million in 1983, which is like 53 million now, Mm. which is about what the movie Tag made. Tag? I've never heard of it. <laughs> I actually just watched that movie and it was really? hilarious. Yeah? Yeah. It's about a group of friends who have been playing the same game of Tag for 30 years. So as they, they started playing when they were little kids and they played all the way through school. And then after high school, they decided that in the month of May, game on. And there's there's five of them and one friend has never been tagged in all the years he's been playing. And now he's getting married and he didn't invite them because he didn't want to get tagged. So they go on this like ridiculous mission to try and tag him. And it, it sounds totally ridiculous because it fucking is. But it's amazing. It's a great story about friendship. I think I'd just drug him until he knocked him out. <laughs> no, but that's what makes it funny. Like, because they show him he has, he's played by Jeremy Renner, who's known for being an action star. So, like, he does all these, like, ridiculous, like, it's way over the top. It's super fun. I like it. Okay. Tell us I, I got more. Uh, <laughs> So a lot of cool stuff came out in 83. Uh, Cujo came out in 83 also. Um, They did about the same, Mm -hmm. which both of them were about half as good as Scarface, which is also in 83, which did 44 million. Return of the Jedi came out in 83. Yeah, I think that was at the the top top of the list. That would be my guess. And it actually beat A Christmas Story, which did 19 million. That's another movie that's... Oh, I love it. Do you like Christmas Story? That's, yeah. That was right. one of those movies that we watched every Christmas. And I don't like Christmas movies, but I love that fucking yeah. movie. Yeah. I, I watched, like, mm-hmm. watched that movie not in December. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a good movie. Uh-huh. That's a great movie. That always makes me happy when I watch it. That was one of those movies that growing up, like, it spawned catchphrases in our house. Yeah. Fragile. Oh, absolutely. Like, we say it all the time. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. That must be Italian. Exactly. <laughs> you used all the blank, whatever we're missing something. Like, you yeah. used all the on purpose. Especially when you get mad shouting, fuck kissers. <laughs> Piggy, little pee. <laughs> okay, get through your facts. Okay, I got trivia stuff. Trivias. All right. Do you want to guess which one of those actors is running for public office right now? I really don't. So this person ran for the House of Representatives oh. in 2016 uh-huh. and lost to an incumbent, and now they're running for a, a state assembly. Okay. Okay. You want to, do you want to take a stab at, or just guess guess which? No, it's actor. not like a main character. It's not Arnie or the John. I, I was gonna say Moochie or whatever his name was. Uh, the fat guy. Yeah. Okay. 
What's your guess? I don't know. <laughs> the, oh, the the junkyard guy. The He's old as shit. He's Come on. That guy died a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he was like in his sixties when they made this. It was thirty years ago. Do some math, Aaron. That doesn't completely throw him out of politics, though, right now. That's right? true. Yeah. It's all geriatric old men. Right. Old white men. Right. Helping so, himself with their grave. Surprisingly, <laughs> it's Buddy, the bully. He's up for running in... With the up, curly yeah. mullet thing? Yeah. California's 25th district. No. But, like, don't you, like, you don't even know his politics, yeah. and you're just like, fuck that guy, <laughs> yeah, right? pretty much. Wow. So, he actually quit acting pretty soon after this movie, and yeah. he became a, a contractor. Hmm. Um, but before he became a contractor, he sold everything that he made in the 80s and moved to Namibia to do, like, social work. Wow. Yeah, he's been, like, pretty socially active. Huh. He's running as a Democrat in San Luis Obispo for So he's not assembly. a complete utter piece of shit, like but his original character but you're was. still a little fuck that guy, right? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah. It's mostly just because of his face. There's just something about his face. I didn't like how he yelled fuck. I thought that was really <laughs> awkward. I like, don't know was, that he did. He could have been dubbed in. How did, I, I couldn't even, how did he say it? I don't know. He just said it all weird. Like, and it wasn't, like, intimidating. It was just weird. It was like, <laughs> this isn't cool. Well, no it's like when like a kid gets their toy taken away and they're mad that they want to cry but still act tough. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I guess you're very tough, little baby. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, Alexandra Paul, who was the the ditzy girl that was hanging around with the other guy at the end of the movie. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember what a character was. <laughs> uh, she's been arrested 16 times for civil disobedience. <laughs> And she won the ACLU's 2005 Activist of the Year. Like she protested the Iraq War every week that it was uh, that it was going on. That is not the direction I thought. That was no, going no. Either. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, what did she do? And I was like, oh, okay, that's good. Okay. Like she seems so like vapid in this movie. Yeah, very much she, so. Like has like a total backbone. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. It's weird, right? It's yeah. true civil disobedience. Okay. What else you got? Yeah, I could have stopped. Uh, no, like, a bunch of these people were in Star Trek. Like the teacher was in an episode. The huh. the blonde bully wrote uh, like three really awesome Next Generation episodes. The huh. Wounded, New Ground, and Ethics. And with his wife, they're like a co writer team. Okay. Huh. And like almost everyone else is a director now. Wow. Um, yeah, like uh, the John Stockwell, the Dennis in the movie. So he was Cougar at the beginning of Top mm. Gun. He's been a director for TV now. Is now, that the jock? The jock. So his uh, niece, Florence, who's his sister, uh, Evelyn uh, Welch's oh daughter. Oh my god. She's, she's like a really prominent historian of the Renaissance. Uh, huh. Her daughter, Florence, is Florence of Florence and the Machine. Oh shit. So, <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah, that's really Kevin Bacon of you. <laughs> what else did I find? Uh, Keith Gordon's directed a ton of stuff. He... Uh, Directed and acted in like Dexter, House MD, but okay. he's done a few episodes of Better Call Saul. Nice. Better Call Saul is amazing. And Dexter was pretty great, most of it. The ending was terrible. Boy, I've never watched Better Call Saul. Oh, it's so great, dude. Did you watch Breaking Bad? Yeah. You sh- yeah, you should watch Better Call Saul. But it's That's like what, a. It's a different show. But it, but it's still like a whole situation right. where you gotta be like yes. watching okay. it. You can't be fucking around doing other yeah. stuff. It's great, man. So I've heard that, but I think maybe because I was going and thinking it was going to be Breaking Bad that I, because I think I started watching the first episode. I and mean, yeah. it is you know co-written by the guy who created and co and co-wrote Breaking Bad. Yeah, Vince McGill. So it definitely has that flavor, but it's yeah. got a, you know because it's 
with Saul, I mean, Bob Odenkirk's primarily known for being a comedian. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, they, they take him a little bit more seriously in this show than they did in Breaking Bad, since it primarily focuses on... But it's still kind of funny. Yeah, it's still very yeah. funny. It's, like, clever. I love that show so much. I've yeah. never seen it. You can't see it if you haven't seen Breaking Bad. I guess you could, but you wouldn't have a lot of background. It wouldn't yeah. make as much sense. Have no. you seen Mr. Show? <laughs> <laughs> Dave and Bob? Mr. Show. Tell me facts. I don't have a lot of more, a lot more interesting stuff. Uh, <laughs> one of the other people they considered for Arnie was Scott Bayo. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. There's a Ke- there is a Kevin Bacon in here. Yeah, he was almost offered the football player's role. It sort of makes sense. They actually... Yeah. They seem a little interchangeable. Isn't that funny? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty ridiculous. Fuck Kevin Bacon. <laughs> oh, something lame. Uh, all of Christine's engine sounds mm-hmm. are from a 1970 Mustang 420E. No. Right? They couldn't at least find something Chrysler product? They sound like a, cool. like a Hemi Cuda? Or just like, taking it and like fucked with the audio yeah, shit something. to make it sound how they wanted it or to. Or just spent the money to build one build really it. good motor in trans. Well, like, what made him think that car didn't sound good? Well, that would have been like a maybe a 383 or a 361. It showed it had um, like two carbs on it. Yeah, it looked like it had... Carbs on, I mean, it had them sound good and had... Yeah, it looks like it had quad, uh, dual quads on it. But still, those push-button trans is pretty anemic. Well, you just don't play that like... <laughs> sound. Yeah, it's hard to feel like a badass when you're pushing a button. You know? That's why they're in Ramblers. Like, <laughs> it's not a cool car. Thanks. That's... Yeah, that's not what he has or anything. Yeah, that's what I own. Well, right. <laughs> at, least, at least it's not the push I've button. I've owned one too. I'm just being honest. Yeah, yeah mine's a three on the tree. It's not a push button, but it's still just a slow. <laughs> at least you can rev the piss out of it. <laughs> as much as I can. No, I can't. It's well, we're all the straight six. I think just it doesn't move. Ours was so shitty. You had to like, I, pr- I probably shouldn't admit this, but you had to like two foot it, like like when you, you had to like keep your foot on the gas almost the whole time, otherwise it would die. So when you got to like a stoplight or a stop sign, like you use the brake too, but right. you're, you're still using the gas just a little bit. <laughs> shitty. Do you get them all out? I got one more. Okay. The, the neighborhood that they filmed in is the same neighborhood that they filmed Halloween in. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that is in the San Fernando Valley, I think. Pretty sure. Huh. It's like an hour from here. So what makes them choose that neighborhood? Like, when they're out neighborhood scouting, like, who's just like... Uh, because it's, it's close to the studios uh, while still being in the suburbs and being away from, like, the bigger parts of the city. Plus, there's still, like, there's always been industrial areas around there. Hmm. And, well, actually, a lot of the studio guys live... In, the, in that valley. Well, at least at the time. So I can't just come to my neighborhood. Makes my commute short. <laughs> yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Yeah, it's cool looking. They're union. Well, they fucking care. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I'm fine. You, you, you alright? <laughs> I think last night's catching up to us. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Fuck, sure. there were coyotes on the, what, 138 when yeah. they were coming in? Don't even talk oh, about Oh, I told them about your... <laughs> The story you told you told in an episode of your podcast about Why are you that car flying by with the yeah. shark teeth. Oh, sorry about the desert driving. This very road, tonight looks like tonight. <laughs> 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 
a sound like a garbage truck <laughs> <laughs> falling off the Empire we State Building. To be fair, that that part of the 138, especially at night, is fucking creepy. Dude, yeah. it like, was. We were driving behind yeah. this truck, and it was like an oversized load truck, <laughs> and it had like right, it's like yeah. a regular semi, right? But then it had like this basket with a light on it, like like way off to the side, okay. sticking out like four feet from the actual thing, like uh-huh. over the line into the shoulder. It was weird, and then like. Then it was like lightning in the distance, yeah. and then there was this really weird star in the sky where, like, uh, no, 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 hear me out, right? Hear me out. Oh, I'm listening. I'm, loving, picture, right? I, I'm loving every uh, second of this. Oh yeah. Okay, so like. No, I've seen some creepy shit growing up in this valley, so I, I believe yeah, you, like 100. percent I don't necessarily believe in aliens, but I don't True. not believe in aliens. <laughs> like, I'm open to it. Like, True. if it's if somebody shows up and they're like, "What's up? We're aliens." <laughs> definitely a fucking alien dude cool I, like i'm open to it i'm yeah. very like i don't i'm not gonna pretend that i that i know because i don't that's ridiculous yeah. um that's ridiculous to put your foot down and say you know one way or the other so there's this really crazy star and i was like watching it for like 40 minutes right and it was like changing colors and yeah. shit and mm-hmm. it was just it was this, it was a really fucking weird star. And I don't know if it's like I've been in the city too long, so it's like we don't see stars very often. <laughs> it was, that was actually probably a planet. That's what I said. Probably. Yeah. You, can see, you can see Jupiter Because it was Mars. like bright and like changing colors and like like different mm-hmm. than the other stars. And yeah. it was like... Yeah, and there's like no weird. light pollution out there. That, that section of 138 from the 5 out to the 14. Yeah, it's fucking dark. So there was that. There was this crazy truck. Nick's telling me about the shark kid. We're seeing fucking coyotes and then a dead one on the road. And, fuck, and there was then, one, like, I just you know, held the wheel and tried not to swerve. Uh-huh. But we went over it. We went over it, but it was like a, I don't know how our car went over it. It's like a ghost coyote's body. So, but yeah. then, then it was like lightning. Yeah, like, yeah there's some gnarly thunderstorms oh, yeah. out in Santa Clarita that done. way. I'm not done. So I'm telling Nick lightning because i'm like did you see that and he's just like what are you talking about and then this ambulance flies past us with their lights on (laughs) and then like when they do that the trucker like slowed down and started scooting over and put on his hazards and started like waving out the window all crazy and i'm just like what the fuck is going on (laughs) and then the ambulance like goes past us and then like i could see it turned around in the rear view but it didn't come after us or it was just like a whole lot of really wacky shit in like five minutes it was fuck that road Oh, so a different way home. I, the next podcast, we just need to go down that road. Uh, driving, just start okay. seeing what we see. I have seen what I think is a ghost, and I have two friends to corroborate the story. <laughs> so we were on Avenue K, actually this main street that's right out here, that light. But we're at 60th, or, or I'm sorry, between 50th and 60th Street West. So it's like four miles that way. And uh, sun was going down. It was like 6, 7 o'clock in the late afternoon, something like that. My buddy Jason Weber is driving. My buddy Keith is in the passenger seat. I'm behind Keith. We're all talking, you know, just bullshitting, uh, fucking with each other, you know, whatever. And all of a sudden, like, I, they both look to turn and look at me, something I said. And I see this old man standing on the side of the road, shoeless, wearing just, like, tattered, 
like coveralls, and he had like a yellow, like some kind of a yellow plaid shirt on, short crop, white beard, uh, kind of bald on top, gray hair, and I, I'm just looking at him, and they both turn to look at him too, and right as they turn to look at him, where he was on the shoulder, yeah, he was standing on the shoulder, like his heels were in the dirt of the shoulder, and his and his the balls of his feet were on the edge of the blacktop. And he's just staring directly across the street. And it was, like, at the same exact moment that all, like, I saw him and then they turned to look at him. His head went, like, and rolled towards us like that. And we were, like, Uh what the fuck? And we drove right through him. Right fucking through him. No, thank you. And we were, like, what the fuck? And we all turned around and looked. There's nobody there. I don't know. I kind of think you killed the drifter. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, we turned around and went back. Yeah. That's why, and that that happened like, God, that was like fifteen years ago, and when we we're all we were all together um, a couple months ago for another friend, our other friend Jason's uh, wedding, and I, I asked I asked Weber and Keith, I was like, do you guys remember the day when, and Keith was like the fucking ghost, and Weber was like, God damn it, he's like just when I thought I'd forgotten about that, <laughs> and I was like, no. okay, I'm like I want you guys to tell me how you remember it, and, and they, they said like, the okay. same thing. And we all looked at each other. We're just standing there smoking a cigarette. Like, our buddy just got married, and we're like, let's never speak of this again. Totally. (laughs) Never drive down that road again. I lived past there for a while, so I used to drive through there all the time. And I would think about it every time, but I never saw anything else. (laughs) Although, a couple years later, me and another friend went out there with a disposable camera a couple different times a day, and he just took random pictures. Every single picture at that spot had orbs in it. I don't know what that means. There it is. You see anything weird out here? Out here, no. No, we used to have my friends uh, back home in Washington. We usually, if we heard of a spot, we'd try to go out there and see what we could see. Yeah. But I think half the time it was the drugs that would start making us see things, <laughs> not anything that was actually there. <laughs> That's still fun and exciting. Yeah, I think we're self You can still too. see stuff, though. It's just that yeah. it doesn't help things. No, no. <laughs> but no, I... Now, I've never seen anything out here, although I do think, because it's weird, like YouTube house, it's not, it's not like it's a fancy house, it's not an old house, it's just a very extreme, basic, whatever house. I swear I see stuff out of the corner of my eye in that place all the time. Hmm. Like, I constantly see something walking by, or like, see someone walking through my backyard, or just whatever. That's creepy. Just, whatever, like, <laughs> seems see, but you know, you just, you watch TV, you just kind of look, see if it's out in the backyard, the dog's sitting there, and it's not her, just... Girl. We had that at the shop, but we like, had a bunch of shit. Yeah, a bunch of shit at the shop. The shop was built in uh, the building was built in eighteen seventy six. Wow. And so, um, and it was everything. Like it was a general store. It was a jail. It was a, a carriage repair stuff, like a mechanic shop for wow. carriages. Huh. Um, and these big ass doors. Yeah, like a bunch of shit, but like our ghost wasn't like scary or anything. Nothing malicious. It was just like. Um, she's kind of like fuck with us like we had like the main phone lines like there's a big main box that came into the building that mm-hmm. was upstairs and um, the phone hadn't rung like one of the phone lines was for the main line that people would call mm-hmm. like what, what are your hours or whatever and that rang downstairs and then there was a second line upstairs so like if you were up in the office working or whatever and you need to make a phone call mm-hmm. um, that was up there and so the phone hadn't rung all fucking day and we are just like what the is going on right? right and no one had been upstairs all day i hadn't been there mom hadn't been there no one went upstairs um and eventually mom just went up there and checked the 
the phone box to make sure maybe one of the things didn't pop out or something, <laughs> and they were fucking switched. So whenever anybody was calling, like, the shop, the phone upstairs had been ringing, <laughs> but we couldn't hear it. Really? So And nobody had been up there. Like, it, like no one had been up there. That's bizarre. And then another one, the clock that we used, like, by, like, the time cards and calendar and stuff, it stopped moving, and we're just like, well, okay, so like, let's change the battery, right? Mm-hmm. Take it down, turn it over, the battery's fucking flipped. Like, so we just wow. flip the battery, put it back up, and it's going again. And then another time, there's a lot of shit at the shop. <laughs> um, there's, like, this bottle digger, because, like, you know, people just used to, like, throw their trash fucking mm-hmm. wherever. Um, but, like, back then it wasn't plastic. It was just glass and paper. So yeah. the paper rocks and the glass remains. So bottle diggers like to just, like, go digging where, like, in old places. Um, so this guy came digging all this shit out of the back, and he kept digging up, like, perfume bottles, like, fancy French-type mm-hmm. perfume bottles. And Mom was down there. She This was hers, not mine. She was down there one day doing paperwork, and she just felt, like, a presence behind her. And then all of a sudden she, like, smelled this, like, really strong like french like perfume you know like right around her and it was like right after this guy had dug up all of these bottles and like you know laid them out like oh look at all the shit i found you know and she got to keep a couple and he got to keep a couple or whatever and then she just like felt this like growing presence and then like turned around and then like nothing was there yeah i know one time at the airport that's the place where i think i've seen the most i've heard seattle airport is just bizarre is that the airport you're talking about no, I'm talking in the lobby. Oh, oh yeah. I've, seen some, I've seen some weird shit out there. Yeah, so I was just That place has been a Marine Corps base since, what, like, the 30s or 40s yeah. or something? It's had a lot of stuff. But I know, like, yeah. in the northwest corner of 62, when we were mm-hmm. building late night, I was there super late because I said I'd get a certain amount done. And I was the only one there, which I shouldn't have been, but um, that was my own dumb fault. But I'd say, I remember I was working up where the wing was, and that was, like, an elevated fixture. Mm-hmm. And so I couldn't, I don't... I saw someone, I looked up, and I just watched someone walk across the shop, but I was the only one there. I couldn't, I mean, I remember looking, like, I don't know who that is, I can't, like, there's no discerning detail, I go, no. that's this, but it was just a person walking across. Fuck so, no. one, one night, I was working, I was working nights, obviously, and uh, the building that he's talking about was one corner of the rest of a bigger building, and that bigger building had a dark program, and I was working that program, and that, they had just installed... Um, like motion activated lights. So at night, most of them would go out. Yeah. You know, and, and that's um, where you're working. Exactly. Right. And um, so I was up on the fixture, and there was like this big like walkway that went all the way around it into the back where they stored like a bunch of these big tools and stuff. And I, st- I stood there, I was working on the fixture, and all of a sudden the lights started coming on, and I watched a trail of the lights <gasps> start turning itself on across Whoa. it. And I had heard rumors about that building. Oh, yeah. Like in general about like weird shit happening, but nobody really wanted to talk about it. And I watched that happen, and I was like, nope. And I did turn around and I walked over to where everybody else was. I remember I went to lock up that building once and everyone was gone, went home. So I went and checked all the doors, locked everything. And I was at that, the door, getting ready to set the alarm and it kept throwing an error code. So it says error code this, whatever. Oh yeah, when that alarm decided to be a bitch. Yeah, but it, so I went and I'm like, okay, so I looked where the zone was and it was a back office where there's no windows, no nothing, concrete, like there's nothing, only, you know, one door in, one out, yeah. no windows. There was a motion sensor that kept going off that I couldn't get, I actually had to just basically skip it. Was it that, that, little, that little separate one all off by itself that they had in there? Yeah, in the back, like you go where all the engineers were, then in the way back. Right, 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 where Cheryl had her office for a while, right? 
Because that's uh, that's where I watched the lights turn on to. Put it around that area. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I just say like it wouldn't set because some in that enclosed was up the motion sensor kept going off, so I just finally had to set up and say just bypass that sensor. I saw two weird things in, in one house I lived in. I, I lived at this house uh, with a few friends. And one time, uh, me, and I think it was my buddy Alex, we were in the living room, and the uh, ceiling fan was on in the uh, kitchen. And we went to go do something, all of a sudden we heard this tonk. What the fuck was that? They heard this noise come from the kitchen. Go and we look, and one of the ceiling blade fans had just bent and like hit the ceiling and you can see that it, it only moved like another six inches after it fucking like Weird. yeah and it none of the dust on it was disturbed like at all yeah. like it was just like something hit it boom and it like bent it that quick That's and funny. we were like what the fuck but there was no one else in the house another time i was there and we had a lazy boy in the corner of the room and then like a, like a love seat and another couch and i got up to go to bed and i watched the lazy boy rock like somebody had been sitting in it and then got up and it went you know and I was like uh-huh. <laughs> I went straight yeah. to my room the house we're in now like sometimes I like kind of see shit out of the corner of my eye but it's not I, like having had the shot before and like having like known that ghost like I'm not like freaked out <laughs> by that right. as much or something like like as long as they know that like you're like not I don't know, like, you, like, get on, like, good terms with it or something, and I don't know if it's just, like, in your head, like, you're getting on good terms with yourself in your head, or or there is actually something to it, I don't know. The ghost whisper. But at our our house now, um, the last family that lived there, they lived there since, like, the 50s, I think. Oh, wow. And the the wife died in the house, I know that. Um, So, I don't know if there's something to that, but I've definitely, like seeing like stuff like out of the corner of my eye but it's it doesn't freak me out because mm. it doesn't it's not it's not like they're throwing stuff at you or... <laughs> no and that we have like a real weird thing with that house like it gives us presents and i'm not joking like really? yeah like and shit just like clicks like we came in and we had the swag lamp right and there like this isn't spooky at all but there was just a fixture exactly where it should be and it just fit there we had this pole that we were going to put in the closet. That was the plan with it. Nick went in there and he was going to go measure it and cut it. Didn't have to. The exact same size. <laughs> like, he cleaned out the garage. He found this ring. He's like, here, I found this. Like, mm. I put it on. Fit. Exactly. <laughs> Hella shit like that. Wow. Like, That's awesome. Yeah. This ha- this house is, it's, we got a thing with it. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's not like a hell house. Yeah. No, yeah. it's awesome. Mm. I miss it. <laughs> that's spooky for your Halloween episode there you go <laughs> I haven't seen anything in a while I, nothing? I, I don't think so no why don't you clean your glasses? maybe <laughs> yeah, I just walk around like completely ignorant right. of all those weird things right in front of me yeah. it's just like mm, I can't see it if it can't see me. <laughs> it's probably tripping them up just so he's like, we're right in front of him. He's not seeing anything. You never <laughs> seen anything at the house? No. Oh, I have. So maybe shit. it's just me. Maybe I felt weird shit, heard weird shit. Some of it on drugs, some of it sober. <laughs> see, like, Ghost Whisperer. Spooky. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
Have, have you guys ever watched that show? No. I remember my, my parents were watching it when I came over one time, and I sat, th- and I, no, I didn't even sit down. I just stood there watching it for like five minutes. I'm like, this is fucking garbage. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, it's terrible. Is it supposed to be real? No. Is it fiction? It's fiction. But it's like, it's not, it's not even good. It's bad writing. She's a terrible actress. Um, yeah. Terrible production value. Horrible. <laughs> What else? Do you have any more Christine questions or? I should have thought of some. Yeah. <laughs> I think we got them all out. Mm-hmm. I went through all the, the factoids that I found. I think it's a rad movie. I to me it's. I think it's my favorite car movie because it's it doesn't speak to like, the final product of a car. It speaks to the struggle, you know, like of taking this thing out of a yard and getting it and have people like, Thinking continue crazy. to fuck with it. Yeah. Like, he, you ne- he never wins. Like, no. <laughs> he tries really fucking hard. Like, he loses his mind, but... He had a badass car for a while, though. Yeah. <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why I like it the most. There are other good car movies, but I, for for me, this one's it's one of my favorites. I like this movie, Christine, because it's, um... Like, she's... She's just as much character in the movie mm-hmm. as like anybody else. Like yeah. this, it's the character development of a fucking car. Is like what you say <laughs> that it sounds like fucking crazy, but like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, like there's actual character development. Mm-hmm. Well, sure. Like, like I said, as soon as he accepted her as like an actual being, she came alive and really started hitting the streets. Like, yeah, she kind of laid low till then. <laughs> She's like somebody who loves me. Right. I'll take care of him too. <laughs> Also, I think part of the, like, thing, part of my thing, at least with that movie, is, um, time and place, like, having seen it younger, like, when I was, like, an idiot kid having an old car, like, that's, that really, I don't know, like, it, it, like, it makes it different, you know, like, I don't know, I don't know where I'm going with that. No, I think, I, I think I do, because, uh. Even though I grew up around cars, like, I didn't have my first, like, really old car until I was, like, 18. And even then, it didn't run, so I never got to drive it. But, uh, I grew up watching, uh, like, one of my favorite movies of all time. It's not a great movie, but I love it anyway, is American Graffiti. And I always, like, love all the cars in that mm-hmm. movie. Like, they're just some fucking badass cars. It's like, I always wanted that feeling, you know, but I just, I could never make it happen. Not until later. Yeah. See, how much radder would American Graffiti been if there was a car on fire running the <laughs> <laughs> well like Christine really speaks to like the underdog like mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. you know kids are shitty to you or whatever and like you just want to like kind of mow them down sometimes you uh, know okay. like that sounds like that'd be sort of fun you know like who hasn't thought about that <laughs> right um so watching Christine you know get your yayos out imagine mowing people down I was similarly after right after uh Columbine happened it's gonna get fun now, because um, me, like me and all my friends, like we were those kids, you know. Like obviously not exactly them, because we didn't fucking kill anybody. But I understood where they were coming from, and like usually, I you know people hear you say something like that. Oh, how could you? Have you ever been fucking tortured by people who are supposed to be your peers for no reason other than you refuse to conform? No, you haven't. Then you don't fucking know. Yeah, they were. Like, after Columbine happened, school got really fucking weird. Like, yeah, but nobody fucked with me and my friends anymore, and it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I 
It's obviously totally horrible what those guys did. Let's make that clear. Yeah, but totally. I understood where they were coming from. Because I never understood. Like, I always did my best to be nice to fucking everybody. I didn't care who they were. Well, you know, but people always felt the need to pick on me. and Because I was always a smaller kid, too. So I always got picked on because everybody's so much bigger than me. But then at the f- summer after my freshman year, I grew six inches in three months. Whoa. And I'd stopped cutting my hair, like, late in the school year before. So by the time I came back, like, I had different glasses. My hair had grown out. I got taller. Most people didn't even know who the fuck I was anymore. So it was like, that was that was nice. <laughs> it's like, oh, nobody remembered me. That's great. Now people just think I'm weird. What? Hold it together, man. I'm holding it together. Barely. <laughs> I'm good. You're doing okay. No, he's not. <laughs> You're going to be fine. I'll be fine. <laughs> You're cut off. Yeah. That's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> fucking cut off. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> well. So I'm Christy. Guessing, I'm guessing yeah. I figured you guys are probably getting tired. You guys are ready for us to split. It's not a problem for me. It's whatever. It's up, it's up to you guys. I'm going to go lay down probably. <laughs> I guess I'm, like, I don't know. Four hours of sleep, four hours, something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Not enough. Alright, so I guess we should probably like do something to wrap it up so it feels like a, a thing. And now that I think we have like three something hours Sweet. of stuff to go through. I'm very sorry for you. It's going to be a long time before we can You know, honestly, like, I don't know about what your editing process is like, but mine is mo- mostly just trying to eliminate as much of like the uh, ambient noise as I can without yeah. it sounding too weird. And then it's very rare that I actually cut out any dialogue. I yeah. might cut out, like, some empty space if there was any for some reason. But for the most part, like, I try not to cut out too much. Unless, like, because I've had, like, like Eric specifically asked me. Because mm-hmm. um, he was actually, uh, I don't know if you, if you listened to the last episode that, yeah. that we published, but he was talking about how some famous pinch striper, guy, the guy who's famous now, was, like, talking shit. And he asked me not, he asked me not to say... <laughs> So I was like, okay. So I just kind of like, 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 like when, it, when it says his name, I'm like, I'm leaving that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh shit. Fuck. Shit. Sorry, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> I've got no deal with it. I just outed you. I'm sorry. So if you could kindly like, blah, 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 yeah, yeah, for me, that'd be great. No problem. Sweet. Awesome. Sorry, Eric. <laughs> I, I make, I do edit it. I I think this one I think is going to end up getting edited more than any others. I think so, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We were a little all over the place. The format of this is sort of weird. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm still actually not sure what it's going to be like once it's all put together. Yeah, it could be something where it's only like, you could only get ten good minutes to get something that actually sound legit. (laughs) All of the bullshit while we're watching the movie might end up getting squashed. Yeah. Yeah, It just depends on what the recording's like, yeah. But we got good, like, interludes. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, either way, it was fun. Yeah, yeah. out of blast. Yeah. And you Thanks. like, and you like it now. Yeah, you like it. So now, if people ask you about it, I mean, it's fucking amazing, dude. Yeah, I've been on that shit since '85. <laughs> Those two. Hardcore. Did you rubber cement factoids? Yeah. Okay, good. That one was. Oh, well, in case it got cut. Yeah, they coated it with rubber cement and put it on fire to do the fire scene. So we're so gonna recreate this. <laughs> model car. I'm not joking. We're doing it. And my thought was, let's get an RC car. And then we were like, let's not burn down the neighborhood. <laughs> Man, what's your sense of adventure? I mean, the streets are really narrow in their neighborhood. Ah, fair enough. The trees. 
You mean kindling? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's the last thing we need. Cool. So I'm gonna we'll go around the circle and close it. I love Christine. I thought it was a great movie. How about you? <laughs> this Thanksgiving I think before. <laughs> <laughs> I love Christine. I've always thought it was a great movie. <laughs> what do you want from me? <laughs> I'm just gonna end it here. Thanks for listening. <laughs>